And we saw practically it's 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 a process which Mazishan spells out to us is it's something which is like he says himself, very doable. Very much as the person's reached to do. As long as I go through the steps, so what's necessary, like we said, to develop that uh, awareness is the first step, then uh, the calculation of the thought process, which makes the person think something you can do is the second step, and then eventually the, the push to do it is the third step. And then once the person goes through that, those three stages, then it's something which is very doable. That's as far as mitzvahs go. It says in, in the second paragraph, he says, Certainly when it comes to the person's midas, and the person wants to better his midas, the person wants to perfect his midas. So here also, what's the way to do it? So he says, He has to learn Musa. It's essential to learn Musa. Keep on in Many times I feel that even if a person decides I'm going to work on making myself better, I'm going to fix up my midas, I'm going to try harder, but still, he could still be making a lot of mistakes. Why? He never thought about them. He never focused on them enough to realize this was something I'm doing wrong. Why? A person isn't born as a chacham, he has to acquire the chacham. We actually that's a call. A person can't know everything. There will always, always be things he didn't know, he didn't think about, he wasn't paying attention to. So what's he meant to do? the Kriya Sadvarim. But by what a person learns, He wakes up, he wakes himself up. The things that he didn't know, and he'll think about, and contemplate things he never thought about before. And even something which isn't a first in the Sefer, but it's something which triggers his thoughts and makes him think. But once a person's mind is awake to a certain area, so now he starts to think about it. He thinks on all the different sides of it. And then he brings it, it brings him to, you might say, to find new ideas which are coming from the Amis. What does he mean? So really, this this paragraph from Sister Sharon, really we could rephrase, and not just rephrase, but we could frame it, and with the title, How to Learn Musa, because it's something which most Bachim don't know, and fortunately, most Yeshivas don't teach. So most Bachim, myself included, every Yeshiva is a Musa Seder, and those good boys actually go to Musa Seder. So what do you do there? So you take a sefer, and you, you learn it. Well, it's a more recent sefer, it doesn't make a difference. Okay, so you get lots of interesting ideas, and you, you hear what he has to say. You say, okay, so I learned Musa. But that's not called learning Musa. It's not doing anything different to learning any other sefer. I could learn the Chumash the same way. And if Musa is meant to be transformative, that's what most people who do try to learn Musa come back and complain about. It didn't do anything for me. Maybe I read the Sefer, I said what it said, but I can learn any other Sefer. I read a Pirish in the Torah, I could have learned some other Sefer at the same time. What did it have, what, where did learning Musa make a difference to me? And the answer for this, I'm not saying it's my name, I, mean, I can say it from experience, but I'm saying it really in Russian Revolver. 
And that is, the person has to learn how to learn Musa. And without learning how to learn Musa, then just the fact that I'm learning a safer Musa isn't going to do anything for me. It's not going to cause me to change. So what's the right way to Musa? So that's what Mr. Shon just told us there. And that is, he says it's mukhrachas of a person who wants to change himself. It's essential for a person. Kriyas mamariya Musa. To learn Mamari Musa, to learn quotes of Chazal, of the Rishonim, of the Chronim, he says, doesn't make a difference. But the idea is that the point of what a person is learning is, is Lashanis, Achbe Kriyas Advarim, is Ayur Bemash Layata. He is Bayur Mash Layiskabitchil. The point of learning is to think, what am I seeing here that I didn't know before? What am I understanding now which I wasn't thinking about until now? And now that I start to think about it, so he says, when a person's seichel is neor an adavar, then he's he starts to think about other things too. Now, what's going to start that process? What's going to start that process is the, 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 something new that a person thinks about or realizes or learns or understands he never understood previously. But now, that, that moment of inspiration, of chiddush, of realization is gold. And the side of Musa is, now that you're thinking about that, now think about yourself. Now that you've got to that point, good. Now focus on yourself. And now think about that, that this is. When a person's sikhla is near on a dollar, when a person's mind is awake to something, so now think, and now what about me? Does this apply to me? How does it apply to me? Could it apply to me? What, what should I do to make it apply to me? And this applies to everything. Any member of Khazar. It's really any khidish a person learns. Let's give an example. When Shabbos came to the khidish, uh, spoke about it, and that is, what is the guidance of the Bnei Slavkot? What is the greatness of what they said? An answer. They saw the fact that life comes through Eretz Yisrael. We spoke about and explained where they got that from, and therefore, the, having Eretz Yisrael is a way to get life directly from Hashem. That was valuable to them. Okay. Now, if we wanted to use that as a springboard for Musa, ah, it's a new point. It's something we're thinking about. Maybe something we didn't think about before. Now, let's use it to be no sikhla nera la dabar. Now that you're awake to this idea, so then think. But no slavchad realized that. They felt that there was a certain difference in it as well. There's a more direct connection to life. Do I feel like that? And then, should I feel like that? Why don't I feel like that? What should I do to feel like that? That second part of applying what I now know, what I'm now thinking about, to, to me, and to and how does it? Why, why am I not doing that? Why don't I experience that? Why don't I feel like that? That, that the, the thoughts in that direction, that's the Musa. That's the Musa. Just to learn the Pshat, just to hear the Chiddush, just to read inside the Sefer, is only the first point which might trigger a person to an awareness of something, to a new understanding. And without the ability then to think and stop, stop. Let me think about that. Apply it to myself. No? What about you? What about, why isn't it a thing that doesn't speak to you? I'll tell you another time. When I, maybe one of the first times I realized this. I was learning, it wasn't in the Muslims, I was learning a Gemara. A Gemara in Tainus. And it's a well known Gemara. We all know the Gemara. The Gemara says, not in Tainus, sorry, one in Charles. And the Gemara says, at one time, uh, the Emperor, Tainus, wants to come to Rabbi Huda and Nasi and Shabbos. He's coming for a meal. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Yonas is very worried because 
an emperor is used to fancy food, and a bixalech can fancy food, and you have to treat, and you have to serve him in, in, as befits an emperor, and it's Shabbos, and it has a conch. So he says, oh, "Can you do? You have to serve what there is." So he gave him the food that he prepared for Shabbos. I'm not sure exactly what the Kaddishal used to eat 2,000 years ago, but that's it. He gave him the challenge, he gave him the gefilte fish, whatever, whatever people would eat in the end of Shabbos, whatever it would be. And he was very self-conscious that this isn't really befitting what the emperor would expect. It's not maybe the hot food, it's not the variety, it's not fresh. But the emperor enjoyed the meal tremendously. And he said, you know, that food was amazing, I'm coming back for another meal. And the next time he came back was during the week, where he tells us. And this time, really put his whole kitchen staff to work, and they came out with the fanciest dishes they could come out, served perfectly, all prepared, and the emperor ate. He wasn't so impressed. And he said, last time the food was much better. What happened? So you know, also, you know, all the famous Kumar. And you know, Nassus is a different spice. So this is what I'm saying. If you know the emperor's coming, and you couldn't bother yourself to get the spice, uh, that's an insult. So this is the emperor, your honor. The spice is called Travis. Now, okay, it's a Gemara, it's a well-known Gemara. Tafshida is with Shabbos Shmeh. Right. It's a nice story, it's an interesting story. But now, Sanjus Shabbos, one second, let's think about something. We're talking about a non-Jewish emperor. He wasn't a Jew and he wasn't a Tzaddik, he was a guy. And he could taste something special about Shabbos food, that the best food Rebbe's kitchen could come out with in a week doesn't compare. So now, someone, someone you start to think, can I do that? If I would be offered the regular Shabbos meal, or the, you know, cotton blue, the best meal that a chef would come up with, the fanciest meat, the most succulent cats, whatever it is, I'd like to say, no, that the filter fish tasted better. I would be able to pick up that spice. And if not, then what's wrong? How could the guy emperor do it and not me? And again, if you told me, Rabbi Yannossi felt that, I don't have any questions. Rabbi Yannossi was at a much higher level. You could taste Shabbos. Who are you talking about a non-Jew? We're talking about a person who wasn't even keeping Shabbos. So now it brings the question, how could he do that? How did he taste Shabbos and I can't taste Shabbos? And you start to think, well, what's wrong? What's missing in our Shabbos? And what, what is different then? They can't do we don't live today. And then suddenly, that's what Muslim means. That's exactly what it's saying. And when you start to think about something you didn't think about before, then you start to think, and what about me? And what about me? And why couldn't I do that? And why didn't I feel that experience? And then that's exactly the point. We are sticha narrowed over. A person starts thinking about something, and then he thinks about himself. And then he thinks, what's missing in me that I didn't feel that way? Why did I have that experience? And then you start to think more. You see your stories about learning Israel. And in certain circumstances, how they reacted a certain way. And then, don't think, oh, okay, like, don't think. But think, Taka, why wouldn't I react like that? What's different? Well, what, 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 what made them be able to do one thing which I can't do? How do they do it? And then someone said, that's what Muslim means. That's what Muslim means. Muslim means that that ability to, to, to whatever the point is, which has now caught my, my, my mind, and I'm now thinking about it, and now realizing, and now understanding something, becoming aware of something, and now bring it back to, and how does it affect me? And, how does, and, and what, why, why, why didn't I think that yet before? What, why, why am I not holding by that also? And that's also very interesting. What I used to watch when the Amis about the Musa. He used to spend the time learning Musa. So I saw an interesting thing. If Musa said it's half an hour, for the first 15 minutes, I'd be learning from the Sefer. 
from an elephant to a minister, they're just because they're asked to start speaking about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I saw exactly this process. What was this? I saw by Rabbi Gedalia Eisman, the Mashkiach, still going back in Europe before the war, he was Mashkiach there already. I saw by Rabbi Gedalia I saw by other Gedalia Musa as well, the same thing. That Musa wasn't just reading the whole time from the Sefer. A certain amount of to think about, to discuss, to talk about something new, and then afterwards is this pointless. Thinking about what did I just learn and how does it apply to me? And and it's, uh, and this and if once that's the case, then I would venture to say that the separate most of a person can learn from aren't limited to the four or five most famous ones. There's so many famous person can learn. The Khaznish said that. Khaznish is any agarata of Khazal is the most safe. You just have to apply it to yourself. You just have to think, and what about me? You see a story that Khazal tells us about the godliness of a certain Tana, Mara, whatever it is, and person thinks, wow, why aren't I doing that? Well, what's, what's missing by me that I'm not doing what he's doing? And that's where Musa becomes real, because that's that the point where a person has the information which I can then apply to myself. I can then try and make it, make it something which is going to change me. And then the person changes. The person changes. You hear a story of, of an act of godless, and you think, why wouldn't I do the same thing? Would I do the same thing? Why not? What's missing in me that I wouldn't act the way they act? And I start to think about it. I think, so maybe this is, maybe I should change this. Maybe I don't appreciate it enough. Maybe I'm not thinking enough about something. Maybe I wasn't uh, realizing how important whatever it is is. And then the more I think about it, then the more it becomes something which which becomes something I can I can do. I could think about it. That's, that's what must have changed somewhere. And that's uh, the problem with the idea of reading Sifri Musa by themselves do very little. Do very little. It's only when they have a second part of what we call Hispaninus. Hispaninus means that a person thinks about what they're reading and the thinking about it is integration. We always say this in Mishlei, the notion of Bina, the concept of the person's, what a person knows new is called Chachma, but a person understands we call Bina. And understanding means how to integrate it with myself. How it applies to me. And how am I going to use the information? And how I'm going to be inspired from it, whatever it's going to be. That's when Muslim becomes real. And that's a, a, a critical point. It could be. I know that they already start their you know, sexuality. Muslim said, uh, kids are 13 years old and they're going to Shavik time. It could be at that stage, not mature enough. Not mature enough to learn Muslim. I don't know. The point of learning Muslim is the person is mature enough to apply things to themselves and to think, what about me? Why could I do that? Why, 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 why they holding a dog and I'm not? And the more a person thinks about it, the more it closes the gap. We said last night, when a person thinks about that, it's a different door. He's a much bigger tzaddik. It's, it's, it's not shaykh by a door. That person is making the dearest of theirs. Because he's making something which is unattainable. And it's exactly the opposite. The more a person thinks, why is it why is it unattainable? Why can't I also do that? Why not? Then that's the that that's the step which brings it closer to a person. It makes it more more tangible for him. And again, if he wants to go to the extreme, as it's at the time of the video, which everyone knows, the person is to say, "Mostly, you my say voice." The person is to say, "Well, I'll be able to do things like that also." Now, let's translate what that means. What does that mean? It means you see a story of Abraham Avinu, and then you say, "Wow, look how great Abraham was! Look what he could do!" No, the person needs to look at it. Mostly, you my say. Which means, 
If everyone could do that, could I do it? No. Why not? What's missing? What would I have to do to be able to do such a thing? And the truth is, even if a person would be able to do it, like the, the Rechaim explains, regardless, we still wouldn't be as great as Abraham. And the Rechaim explain, explain, explains in in Birkavis that we call Abraham Abraham Avinu because he, so to speak, built into the, the genetics of Ta Israel, into the DNA of Ta Israel, certain minutes. And if we're able to do the same thing, it's only because he already created that ability within us. So that's true. Even if we do manage to do something without as great as he is, but nevertheless, could we do it? Could we do it? And let's look at any, we don't have to go to the biggest initiatives. Let's look at any of the initiatives of Abraham Avinu. And you think, what does it take that he could do something we couldn't? Uh, for example, I mean, again, I'm not looking at the, the, the biggest, the big Nisanis, which are much harder for him. But even in the, in the scale of the Nisanis of Ramavina, uh, in Nisayan, like, the Nisayan of Hashem tells him to come to Eretz Israel. He comes to Eretz Israel. He gave up his home in Haran, he said goodbye to his family, he trekked by foot the whole way to Eretz Israel, and he arrives, yeah, I've come to the place Hashem wanted me to come to. And he comes there to Israel, and there's a recession, and there's a famine, and there's no food to eat. And the Nisayan, Abraham said one word of complaint. And Hashem, this is the place you brought me to. Well, Hashem, after all the difficulty I went and came in to get into this place, you couldn't at least give me your food to eat here. No, not a word of complaint. And when he's quiet, he goes to Mitzrayim. And you think, what's the scale of Nisayan then? Could I do that? If I had put so much time and effort into something, and only that I was given instruction, this is what Hashem wants you to do, and I did it. And I did it, and I arrived, and a complete lack of success. Complete lack of success. And I'd be able to say, okay, I, no complaints. After all the time and effort, I gave up my career, I changed my life around for this, and it didn't work out. No complaints. That's what I wanted to be, there's obviously a good reason for it. And if I can't do that, then I think, how am I going to start working on that? That's the way to think practically. Where am I going to be able to get there? And to some extent it's shaykh. To some extent it's shaykh because when a person in the man thinks this is doable, this is something I can do, I just have to think how to do it. And I have to prepare myself for it. And I have to work and be able to get there. That already gives the person that ability. Another example I want to give, and this is an example which we can't first in the Gemara. We know that we talk about the death of Rabbi Akiva as one of the Maybe our most shining examples of Kiddush Hashem. I'm sorry to give the life in the most, most Kiddush way possible. I think, wow, would, would somebody else be able to do that? And I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't think Rabbi Kiddush would, would be able to do it either. Except for one thing. He says, my whole life I've prepared for this. Mm-hmm. When they asked him, Ad Khan, you can suffer such pain and you can still focus completely on Hashem Echad. How do you do it? Yeah, Rabbein, his students were watching him. They were impressed. How do you do it? And his answer was, my whole life I was preparing for this. Call Yomai, means the Aretel Pasuk said. It doesn't come naturally. It's a life of practice, a life of training to get to that stage. And it shows us something. We're impressed by it. Well, don't just be impressed. It's a level. Whether we put in a situation or not, it takes a lifetime of work to be to get to that stage. And that's another rule, rule in Muslim. Some things are near to us and you can get there easily. Sometimes it's going to take a long time until we can get to a certain level. It's very far from us, but it takes. But we're going to put in the work. You're going to spend kol to get to a certain point 
where I feel I'm going to get, I'm going to achieve something because I see something achievable. And that's what they call the kiosk. Some of you said before. That's the Mitzvah himself said at the beginning. And Mitzvah Shem said right at the beginning what he said here. He said, people don't learn Musa. And he says, the reason is because they think it's all so well known and it's so posh and designed to learn. And he said, they don't realize that they aren't being misbinded. They're just learning and not thinking. And to read that, you all know that. He says, everyone knows. They say, everything is so straightforward. Everyone knows, of course, a person is meant to be a tzaddik. Of course, a person is meant to have a kam izmiris. You tell him, you tell him, a person is to have a kam izmiris. I know that too. And lots of people don't learn it. And why not? Because you're just reading the words. Just, and there's nothing, there's no chidushim. We know that. He said, what the person is missing is his bonus. Because when a person starts to think about it, yes, yes, we all know we're going to change our bonus. And Rabid knows it so well. And how much are you actually doing to change your bonus? How much time are you putting thinking about how to change your bonus? Nothing. So you, know, so you haven't learned Musa. You know the rule. We all know the rule. But the learning of Musa is to implement the rule. How am I going to do that? How, which, how, which, how am I going to work on changes with it? What am I going, what are the steps I'm going to take? And that's when he comes back to here. And that's when he says, it's the way to be a Naki. The way to be a Naki is somebody who's more clean, someone who's more pure, someone who's on a higher level, is that what's through that process. If we understand that's what Mr. Shisham says, then we understand what Rabbi Shal said. And I think he got it from Mr. Shisham. Rabbi Shal said, a person can keep a turn to mitzvahs without any Muslim. But for a person to change without Muslim is impossible. And here we see my first one, Mr. Shisham. A person can do what he knows. A person can turn in the midst of that thing that's possible. But to change means I have to be aware of something better. And aware of something I'm not doing and think of how to do it, that only works with Muslim. That only works with Muslim. That's the Muslim we spoke about, that process of how a person is going to internalize and work on achieving whatever level it is. Okay. Right at the beginning, if a person is lazy, a person doesn't want to think. And that's what causes him not to get to this level either. The nice of the other problem that comes in the kiosk, as we said already before, a person doesn't know. He never thought about this before. He was never aware of the din before. The point never struck him before. Whatever, the, whatever it's going to be, he's missing that, that, that factor which was going to lead him to thinking about what he can do. And uh, without that, he's not going to get the level of being a naki. A person doesn't know, can't become a righteous. Because a person doesn't know, then of course he's not going to do. And a person doesn't know more clear, more clearly what to do, or what to do at a better level, then he's not going to do it either. And that's why he says the first point has to come from what a person learns, what a person finds out about. But it has to come from what a person learns or finds out about with the inspiration of, and how does this apply to me? As they said, Now the context of that Gemara, which is just quoted, is there was a discussion, the Gemara says, uh, what's better, Talmud Gadol or Maise Gadol? What's more important, learning or doing? And the Gemara's answer is that uh, the consensus in Beznitsa and Lul, they were discussing that the consensus of the Tanoim was that the Talmud is Gadol. Why is Talmud Gadol? Maybe the Maise. Because it brings to a Maise. And uh, if that's the reason why Talmud, learning is good because it's better, because it brings people to do, then there's an obvious question. What you're really saying then is, learning is just the means to do. It's the Echitimti. So then I'm sure doing is better. Doing is the point, and learning is just bringing the person to do So why do you say learning is better? In other words, I'm only learning I want to be able to makayim. And then you say that really the kiyum is the ikha, but if I don't know what to do, then I have to learn first. So why do they say the opposite? They said learning is bull because learning is maybe they may say. 
well, when you're making the mice of the Ikka and learning just the Echitim, just to get there. And that's what the Mishnah Shah wants here. They could have said that. They could have said doing is the Ikar, and but you have to learn in, in order, order to, to get, get there. there. That's exactly the point I just said, right? And I didn't say that. I said Talmud God. Learning is more important. Why? Because it brings us to the Mishnah. So that seems to be self-contradiction. So what's the Yisrael? The answer is, we're not talking about maybe the Mishnah that uh, now that I know I'll do. No, I have to learn something to bring me to the stage that I'll do. And that's what we're talking about now. What's, it's something a person wouldn't naturally do, because he's not holding by it. But the Talmud can bring a person to the level that he'll do. That's the big darga, as we spoke about now. A stuff of the hispoinness, a stuff of understanding, a stuff of the working on something, it brings me to the point that I think I can do it. And once I get it, says doing it's the easy part. Doing it's the easy part. It was the whole preparation beforehand, which, which prompted me, primed me, readied me to get to the stage where I was, was able to do, that's Talmud God. That's what makes the person get greater. That's what makes the person raise a, rising in his level. Because that's the preparation that a person needs to get there, which eventually, when he's at that person, for sure, now that's, at the, that's what he's going to do. And that's the Yisrael in the case. Like I said, this is, uh, brings us to the end of the first, uh, the first, shall we say, Chelek of the Yisrael. Which brings a person to the level of a tzaddik. A tzaddik who does the right thing, who listens to what Hashem wants him to do, who follows him faithfully, and even in things he doesn't know about, but he has a process in place which is going to bring him to achieve those things as well. That's already it's a long process, and this is already a high level. Of course, the next thing we'll talk about is a, is a high level too. This is already something tremendous. If a person can get to that stage of achieving the case.